0: That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Hour 2, Sean Hannity show. Thanks for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Um, crime is absolutely now front and center in all of these races around the country. We're 36 days away from these important midterm elections. You know, it's amazing. I I interviewed Friday night on Hannity, this poor woman that was beaten in the subway uh, station in uh, in New York. And she probably is going to lose for sure her eyesight in one eye and likely the other. This is a guy that was let out after just a few years, really, for, for killing his 95 year old grandmother. He had multiple other major offenses and then you got in New York, it's so insane. You have the state Senate deputy majority leader, you know, doubling down on his bail reform plan and sticking by this insanity of, of no bail. Um, and, and you have to wonder why. And most of the Democratic party in, in New York is in the same position. And you got a governor that won't budge on it at all, even a little bit. You know, defund, dismantle, no bail. How's it working out? It's not working out for anybody. If you don't have law and order and safety and security, you cannot pursue happiness. You have all of these Democrats. They've all. There's a great article in the Washington Examiner how they have all earned their soft-on-crime reputation. You know, look at this idiot, you know, in a hoodie that never worked, uh, the trust fund brat John Fetterman. You know, he's earned. He can't run away from his soft-on-crime allies fast enough. Now, he's, he's wiped clean his support of black lives. Black Lives Matter He's a once a proud supporter of Black Lives Matter. Even the Crips, you know, this guy voted again and again and again to release convicted murderers. This guy wants to open up the prisons and, and pretty much let at least a third of the population out for free. You know, you wonder, look at Philadelphia, for example. There's been a thousand people have been killed just over the last 20 months. It is a 60 percent increase year over year. Seventy two percent of Americans are dissatisfied with America's current policies to reduce crime. These are not policies to reduce crime. They are increasing crime. And Americans know that this is the Democratic Party's issue. You know, you have a whole list of people that have supported, you know, for example, Black Lives Matter. You know, the guys, people that are up for reelection. You know, you've got Mark Kelly of Arizona. He hasn't personally said too much. Um, you know, both his parents were cops. Um, but I'm trying to understand how it is. That, that these people have these bizarre positions. Uh, Dick Blumenthal in Connecticut, this weekend I heard protesters chanting, no lives matter until black lives matter. They're right. I won't stop fighting until justice and and, and actively anti-racist policies are achieved. And you look at it, and I'm thinking in retrospect, this is the group chanting, the group, not, not people after George Floyd that said black lives matter. Is, there's a distinction. You know, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them? Now, you know, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. You know, people like Michael Bennett, who's running for re-election against, uh, what's his name, Joe O'Day in in Colorado. Beto Bozo O'Rourke. You know, Bennett says, I commit to being an ally to the black community because Black Lives Matter. Beto O'Rourke, same thing. He supports the Black Lives Matter movement. We're talking about the group. Raphael Warnock is another one. I mean, you've got every radical leftist Democrat pretty much on the same page. And... And yet, isn't it, there's not been any political price to pay. But I will tell you, crime has now become one of the top issues on top of inflation, on top of high gas prices, now climbing up very quickly. As I told you, they would because they can't tap the, uh, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve much more because we don't have much more left to tap into. And by the way, a great risk to our national security. You know, listen, for example, um, Corinne Jean Pierre asked by Peter Ducey if Biden feels big cities are safe. See if we get an answer.
1: Does President Biden think America's big cities are safe?
2: Can you say more?
1: Well, we know that deaths and robberies are up about 20% in the first half of this year, so I'm wondering if he thinks America's big cities are safe. Are you
2: talking about the New York Times story specifically? Or yeah, is that what you're referring dads, to? Yes,
1: the murder rate is still 30% above its 2019 level. They're all from the Council on Criminal Justice. So, should everyday Americans who are not in the public eye feel safe
2: So i So, I'll, I'll say this. Um, that same story also... Uh, stated that the crime is complicated and multifaceted.
1: Just the original question, does President Biden think America's big cities are safe?
2: It, it it um, It is not a yes or no question. It is very much a question of what has he done? That's how we see the question, is what has he done to make sure that Cities, and it doesn't matter if it's a big city or a small city. It doesn't matter if it's in a red state or a blue state. What matters is that we have the funding and we have done the work, put the policy forward uh, to make sure that these cities, whether it's big or small, have what they need to protect their community. And that's what this president has done, again, without the help of Republicans.
0: Well, how is that a complicated, multifaceted question that doesn't have a yes or no answer? You know, look at this Fox business pointing out Rite Aid had to, a very difficult quarter. They announced late, late last week when the pharmacy chain had to report a much larger than expected loss, sending shares down 28% in the session. The loss all related to the cost connected to their store closing, uh, plan. Uh, the store is closing what shutting 63 stores nationwide. Two percent of the total of, of right aid locations and a lot of these are closing and addressing it because of the crime issue and because of the out of control stealing that's going on in these stores and they can't afford to keep the doors open anymore and then that has a ripple effect because then people lose their jobs and and so on and so on why don't we just enforce the law if you don't have safety security law and order You can't pursue happiness. It's that simple. Merlin Lofton is with us, Director of Operations, National Fallen Officer Foundation, 20-year retired Dallas Police Sergeant. uh, Trey Penny, also President of the Fallen Officer Foundation. Uh, Welcome both of you back to the program. Trey, good to have you back. I mean, what do you expect these stores to do? Take millions of dollars in losses and just stay open and and lose money?
3: No, absolutely not. I mean, the bottom line is, look, the Democrats know what they've done. They know that they've set these these communities up for failure. Uh, and crime will, no, no matter what they do, crime will be the Democrats Achilles Hills for for the foreseeable future. It's just going to happen. They ran on defund the police. They ran on Black Lives Matter, bail reform. They pitched race and criminal behavior above law and order in these communities. So now, the, the businesses are filling the blunt of these policies, and they're having to shut down because of it. And, and unfortunately, the citizens are going to be the ones that, su- that are going to suffer, especially in our inner-city community. You guys have... Uh they're in New York. They're, they're one of the one of the ride days, uh, in a, in a uh, prominent uh, inner city community is shutting down because um, you know because of the crime, because people are going in and stealing stuff out, and there is no way that they can stop it. So yes, absolutely, com- these companies are going to suffer, and these are all Biden policies that have been put forward by the Democrat po- the Democratic agenda, and we're going to see a wave going forward where people are going to say enough is enough, and we're tied and we want law and order in our
4: community.
0: You know, and I, I look at this, Merlin, and I say, okay, law and order, that, that's going to be high on voters' my list in and, and terms of issues they're going to vote on. Uh, certainly parental involvement in school and failing school systems, that's going to be a big part of their, uh, vote reason they're going to go out to vote. Open borders is going to play into this. Uh, certainly a 41 year high of inflation and record high gas prices, all of which will play into this and all of which are caused by Democratic Party policy. So, you know, I think in 36 days we might have a rude awakening for the Democratic Party that this, this madness has to stop. Even Bill Clinton said they got to stop.
5: Sean, you're absolutely right. Those 36 days can't come fast enough. In fact, one of the problems with America is voters keep putting soft on crime politicians in, all, in office as if they're actually interested in reducing the crime in our communities. I mean, just look at the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, a defender of cashless bail. Cashless bail helps criminals. It's plain and simple. It definitely doesn't help police officers, and it definitely does not keep the community safe. Look at John, Lieutenant John Fetterman, Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. He seems to like advocating for Black Lives Matter. And he had over 550 homicides in his state alone in 2021. If we ever... To see violent crime drop, we absolutely can't keep supporting soft on crime politicians who are actually advocates for evil. I mean, these liberal politicians continue to create policies that support criminals and keep criminals on the streets while police officers are trying to keep them
0: off. It's the street. it's insane. And by the way, the police know they're not going to be supported. By the way, Merlin, we're going to call you back. Your line is breaking up on us. But, uh, Trey, police also are very hesitant now to get involved in the action because they know they're not being supported. They know that they're short-staffed. They know that everything's on tape. By the way, there's never going to be an arrest of anybody that is resisting arrest that's ever going to look good on a video, is there?
3: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you know what? That's the exact message. And I'm going out to speak and speaking to our inner city communities, and that's what I'm saying. I'm telling them that, guys, you know what? Law enforcement, at one point, they were very proactive, and they were able to come in and and take down criminals and do what they needed to do. But now they have to be reactive. They have to stand back and wait for something to happen because they can't go in and, and be proactive because people are now having cameras. And now you just get that snippet. That snippet of what the officer does during that interaction that they use to to use and, and say, oh police brutality, black lives matter, this that and the other nonsense and you know what and these officers are now having to to rethink their responses they want to help the community they want to do everything they can, but we have to put this in context, and we got to let people see that look we are being victimized as as, as citizens we're being victimized by these liberal policies that don't support people. They don't don't support the interests of the people in this community. Just think about this, Sean. In 2022, from January to to October, where we are right now, there have been 15,000 murders in the United States nationally. Of those numbers, there have been 1,200 kids below the age of 17 that have been murdered in the United States. I don't care whether they say the murder rate is going down or, 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 the, or, or and, and, and uh, violent crime is going up. I don't care what they say. The bottom line is one murder is one too many for America to have to go through. And nobody wants to lose their kids. So we have to do everything that we can to give these police officers the resources that they need to protect our community.
0: All right, quick break. We'll come back more on the issue of crime now. Ever so uh, present, top of mind in people's heads, 36 days outside these midterms. More with Merlin Lofton and Sergeant Trey Penny, 800 941 Sean, our number. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts. In the little case that it comes in, it's so small you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now it comes in black and two different camo patterns and you can pick one up for 3 to 400 bucks depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word henryusa.com/survival and while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website henryusa.com Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients? Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's why Preborn has stepped in, and they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies. And this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell, saying the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean. You will never regret helping this organization. Unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. All right, who's there for heroes or their families left behind when a service member or a first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless vets and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11-01? I'll tell you who. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Now the foundation's gold star, fallen first responders, smart home and homeless veterans programs And the foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrances all across America. Over 80 runs, walks, climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. They're educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep their vow to never forget. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month. Just go to their website, Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat.
6: When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him.
0: Can you help out this great mission of preborn? Wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made their memories with their hero. Now, you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes. And that means the families of fallen first responders, just like Jason Arno, and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. We continue with Merlin Lofton and Sergeant Trey Penny is with us. You know, Merlin, by the way, welcome back. Um, this Chicago saw another bloody weekend this weekend. I mean, you could predict with a certain amount of accuracy how many people are going to be shot, shot and killed over the course of a weekend. And by the way, it included a three-year-old, uh, a little kid, a little boy, fatally shot in an officer-involved shooting that left the suspect dead. Um, we're seeing now children of this age. This, this is quite common. Since 2009, Merlin, I have scrolled the names that nobody ever hears of the names of people shot, shot and killed in Chicago. And not only has nobody ever lifted a finger to fix it, and I know both of you are, are going to have a seminar uh, in Chicago, um, which hopefully can make a difference. But it, things have gotten dramatically worse, and they keep getting worse. And the worst part is it's like a cancer. That cancer in Chicago is, is spread to every big uh, city in the country and every now small town in the country. People are get, know they can get away with it, and they are getting away with it.
5: Sean, it's absolutely a cancer in Chicago. And that's the very reason that police officers across the country are turning in their badges and running for office. I mean, it's time for real leaders to leave. It's time to take our country back, especially those of us who've seen the reality. On the other side. I mean, Chicago, Illinois in general, they have a whole nother problem that's coming January 1st with this Safety Act that's severely limiting the power of police officers in the entire state of Illinois. I mean, police officers are not going to even be able to remove hardened criminals from someone's property when they call for a suspicious person. They're only going to be allowed to write a ticket. I mean, murderers, kidnappers, these people are going to be pretty much have cashless bail and they can get out without paying a dime. So that's why police officers across this country are starting to run for office, just like Trey Penny is going to do.
0: We're supporting Trey for sure. Uh, Trey, there's a, a, a guy terrorizing a mom and her two young kids with a knife in New York City Central Park. They have a carousel in Central Park on on a Sunday afternoon in broad daylight. And he brandishes a blade, menacing the 27-year-old woman. Uh, the, the kids are nine and six, respectively. They tried to purchase tickets at the carousel. It's 2 p.m. in the afternoon. I mean, you can't even take your kids to a local park without without incidents like this happening every day.
3: Yeah, you absolutely right, which is why I'm an advocate, and this is why I got to tell people, America, because the politicians won't stand up and protect you from these violent offenders, we have to have Americans step up and support each other. We need to be advocates for each other. When you see someone out there victimizing kids, victimizing women, we need to be men and step up and say, enough is enough, we're not going to allow you to do it. If we can't put our hand on a gun, we need to go put our hand on a stick, a bat, a bottle, and defend somebody. I want to encourage Americans to stand up and be advocates for their neighbors. That's what we have and to do. Every, and
0: everyone guns. got pissed off at Ron DeSantis for saying, uh, if you're a looter, I just want to remind you, this is a Second Amendment state. People will protect themselves and their property. Um, anyway, Trey Penny, thank you, Merlin. Thank you as well. 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800 Sean, if you want to join us. We're getting tremendous uh, reaction to Kamala Harris's remarks. Uh, she made the statement about, we expect about $100 billion worth of damage when all said and done in Florida. That's how bad this, as Ron DeSantis said, Governor DeSantis said, this one in 500 year storm with the flooding that has taken place. I mean, they're saying that sanibel island has now become uninhabitable fort myers if you look at the pictures i mean for blocks from the shore uh, again this is the west uh, southwestern side of florida and you just see the block after block just decimated because of the storm we're not even talking about the flooding damage on top of it and that goes for naples that goes for sarasota and some other areas as well and it is uh it is one of those moments so in moments like this you expect that everybody would pull together. We're Americans. I think taxpayers understand that if, if this were to happen in their area, they would expect the federal government to step up and help and assist. We we do it with countries all around the world when they have tragedies like this. Um, and then here comes Kamala Harris, your vice president, and she says, "Well, it's our lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions. We have to address this in a way." That is about giving the resources based on equity. Why don't we just help people based on need? Why are we do? Why are we using identity politics, racial politics here? Anyway, here is what she said:
2: It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making. And, and so women. We, Absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work.
0: Why don't you just do it based on need? If somebody's house was destroyed, how about you help the people whose homes were destroyed or communities were destroyed or lives were upended to the extent that they were? Um, Why does this have to be based on equity and and based on, uh, you know, prioritizing one group of Americans over another group of Americans? Now, imagine if a Republican said something like that, except, you know, uh, my constituents need to come first. How about everybody be treated equally here? What happened to that concept? Now she was questioned about it. And of course she will not even answer the question.
1: Vice President, can you clarify what you meant about equity for hurricane relief?
0: Hello, uh, uh, no, oh, no answer. Anyway, 800 941 our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Rick in California. Rick, how are you? Glad you called, sir
4: doing good sean i i appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today um you're talking awful lot about uh local and state elections and um i live in the far northern end of california almost to the oregon border and as you know our governor is gavin newsom who is facing a challenger here in november and um you know you know all about his Completely radical policies. One of his latest insane policy is this uh, sanctuary state for youth, gender reassignment surgeries and drugs and just completely insane kind of stuff like that. I mean, um, you know, crime, drugs, homelessness, everything is completely out of control in this state. And, you know, not to mention, his...
0: to be honest, I was not been following it. First of all, I don't even consider California a winnable state for Republicans anymore. Um, he just had the recall election. So he he did well in that. <clears throat> I, I think the people of California are so woke, they're willing to overlook everything. You know, G- Gavin you know, I, Newsom, I what's that?
4: I agree with you to a certain extent, Sean. Um, he won his primary election by 55 percent. And you know, primary elections are generally low turnout elections, and it's it's two to one Democrat registration in this state. But when you look at a lot of this kind of stuff that's that's taken place in the state, um, you know, there's a lot of crazy people here. But to support this kind of stuff is just completely ridiculous. And they say that in order for this guy to be defeated, that you know a lot of Democrats would have to turn over and vote against him, which I don't see as completely out of the realm of possibility, considering his... I don't
0: track record. know. I, I, I would argue that Kathy Hochul uh, has a better chance of being defeated in New York. Uh, Lee Zeldin is up against her. But um, look, Gavin has his eyes. They're not set on Sacramento anymore. His eyes are set we on know that. Of course Washington, D.C. Uh, yep. If you ask me today who I think the Democratic nominee is going to be in 2024, I would argue it's Gavin Newsom. And I think he wants it. He can taste it. That's why he's picking fights with Ron DeSantis or at least attempting to. That's why he's picking fights with Greg Abbott. That's why he just seems to be going more woke, more radical. And he thinks that's the future of the Democratic party. And if, if it's the future of the Democratic party, I would argue then that they are destroying themselves ultimately because these policies are failing on a spectacular level. And I don't care if it's open borders. I don't care if it's the economy and inflation at a 40-year high. Uh, I don't think their Green New Deal socialism is what America really wants. The price of gasoline, you know, we don't have safe cities all over California. You don't have safe cities and safe towns. And our educational system is a mess. And and they own this. You know, it took over 170 years For California not to take in new population in their, in the state, in the golden state. And since he's been lieutenant governor and governor for the first time in 170 plus years, California's losing population in droves. He he has forced them out because of undue (laughs) burdensome regulation, uh, record taxation, confiscatory taxation, and, and this woke everything involves Involves people like Gavin Newsom. So look, he's, he's done a good job of of pushing people out of his state. I think that's probably the biggest success that he's had. And I, I, you know, you could see, you could see what's happening. People are leaving states like California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois in droves because they've had it. My only admonition to those people that are leaving, don't take your idiotic policies with you. Leave them in the state you're leaving. Don't go to Florida. Don't go to Tennessee. Don't go to the Carolinas. Don't go to Texas and start voting liberal because you're going to ruin the next state that you go to. And, and well, I mean, ruin it. I mean, New York state yeah. is a mess. California is a mess. New Jersey is a mess. Illinois is a mess. And these policies fail every time they try. And, and they that's want true. to bring these failed policies and they want to nationalize them and they want that liberal leftist authoritarian. Nanny stayed to, to rule the day. Not good for America. Anyway, appreciate you being with us. Uh, thank you, Rick. 800 941 Our number, Mary Beth, is in the important state of Ohio. J.D. Vance, a very important must-win state for Republicans uh, in 36 days. How are you, uh, Mary Beth? Glad you called.
6: I'm good, Sean. I want to know why isn't anyone suing for discrimination? If you look at the treatment of Republicans versus Democrats, That would be discrimination. And if we have the right to vote and we have the right to free speech, doesn't that constitutionally cover not being able to discriminate against, you know, a political
0: party? What specific discrimination are you talking about?
6: Well, you look at what, um, like, the president and all the harassment he's been given versus Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden's son. That's not, I mean, that's obvious, blatant. Oh, listen, what, what's, what's happened is, in? and I
0: think we're going to learn a lot more. If Republicans get the House or the House and the Senate, which would be ideal. Um, I think the Senate's harder to win. I've gone over that many times. Um, but it's doable. Um, but if they get the House and Senate, then they get subpoena power. Once they get subpoena power, then yeah, all the things that you mentioned can be investigated. And, um, it, I mean, it's such a double standard. It's really unfortunate. Because if the laptop of Hunter Biden, if, if Hunter's last name was Trump and it was Hunter Trump's laptop from hell, I guarantee you Hunter Trump would be in jail by now. That is a problem. We're going to learn from these whistleblowers about how the FBI has been politicized and the DOJ has been weaponized. And well, that, also- that, that, that if if that's the case and these people say this and prove this, that means right now we're living in a lawless country. Well we don't have equal justice or equal application of our laws, all of which we've seen unfolding before our eyes now for years, and that is a danger to this great republic. Your last word?
6: Yeah, well, you look at you look at what Google has done, and they've made statements that they've they've done you know conservative issues and, and brought bottom to about to the bottom. And you look at what's been going on with the people that were involved in the January 6th versus those who are in Antifa and Black Lives Matter, that's blatant discrimination.
0: Listen, there there is this, this whole issue of gender identity politics and uh, this whole issue of identity politics overall and whatever it happens to be. You know, we're, we're separating this country when we should be uniting the country. You know, the vice president of the United States ought not be talking about uh, OK, well, we're going to distribute um, relief funds for Hurricane Ian and we're going to do it with because in a way that the lowest income communities, communities of color, uh, we have to also fight for equity. And, and they'll be at the top of the priority list. How about we take care of every American equal, equally? You know, the I mean, for a period of time, it was like if you said every life is precious from God and matters You know, somehow that was viewed as an insult to people that say Black Lives Matters, not the group Black Lives Matters that were out there chanting, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? So, you know, the reality is if if you believe, as I do, that there's a God, there's a creator, natural law, and that God created every man, woman and child on this earth, you you treat people equally and it's for the people of Florida. The relief should be distributed equally based on need. Anyway, appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. More of your calls than Senator Ted Cruz, 800 941 Sean our number if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, our friends at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been supporting America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Let me tell you about Christopher Slutman is one of those heroes. Now, Christopher was a decorated 15-year FDMY member, later became a staff sergeant in the U.S. Marine Corps, he was serving our country in Afghanistan. He was killed in action by an IED in 2019, leaving behind his wife and three young children. And when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young kids are left behind, tunneled to Towers Foundation. They pay off their mortgage and lift that financial burden and bring the family stability. Now Christopher's family has the you know ability now to stay in the house that Christopher and his wife had picked to raise their kids. The house that their kids feel safe in, the house where everyone showed up to support the family after Christopher's death. Now, this is what the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is all about. They honor the, in this case, his service, but so many others, and they're paying off mortgages thanks to you. And all of us, we're asking everybody to join this effort. I'm, I'm involved myself. Everyone on our show is involved. Just go to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation website. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T. It's that simple. 11 bucks a month, and that allows them to continue this great work. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, Tunnel to Towers Foundation.
5: Final Hour Roundup is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the final hour free-for-all
0: on The Sean Hannity Show. All right, back to our busy phones. David is in Texas. David, how are you? Glad you called.
1: Doing great, Sean. Um, Long time listener, first time caller. Um, basically, I'm just you know as confused as anybody else in this situation. Um, looking at uh, you know the this blatant, I think, distraction by Kamala Harris to um, get us into divisive talk. Um, I think we don't even have any money to send to help the Floridians or anybody in South Carolina. Um, and we're sending all this money over to Ukraine. There's word that, you know, there's nine billion dollars in funding that's going to uh, government officials' pensions in Ukraine. And we can't even take good care of Americans. I Like it, it just is is like they create these talking points um, just to get us riled up about how incompetent they are um, or talking about uh, the border, <clears throat> the southern border. Um, just to distract from the fact that we're like bankrupt. I mean, they were talking about shutting down the the U.S. government last Friday, but we're spending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine.
0: Listen, I, I what frustrates me about Ukraine is it's now obvious that I was right from the beginning, and that is that if if the if Western Europe had done the right thing and armed. Zelensky and ukraine to the extent that they needed to be armed and we were part of that effort and they could have annihilated vladimir putin and all of this would be over by now and it seems like they were only fighting to stabilize the situation with putin you know now annexing parts of ukraine and saying that if you come near me i'm gonna i'm gonna nuke you so i i just have this rule that if we're gonna if we're going to fight a war, you got to fight it and you got to win it and you, you got to win it quickly. Otherwise, you're wasting our time and you're wasting our money. Now, on the, at the same time that we're sending all that money to Ukraine, there's one other thing that's going on. We're, we're giving guidance to our, our armed services, the people that protect our liberty and our freedom, and we're giving them guidance if they're having a hard time making ends meet because of Joe Biden's inflation and his high gas prices um we're saying well this is how you get on welfare this is how you get food stamps this is how you get government assistance so if we're not going to give those guys a livable wage to quote democrats it is and then we're going to send money abroad you know in the hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars uh to other countries it makes no sense to me you know that we we now are not reaching our recruiting goals and and that becomes a a vulnerability in terms of national security, just like draining the strategic petroleum reserves and giving some of that oil and selling it to China, it it weakens this country and it puts us in jeopardy. That Those reserves are for emergencies. You're an election that's pending with high gas prices to artificially increase supply to lower the price temporarily like a Band-Aid is, is, is not the proper use of the petroleum reserves. Anyway, this, all of this is on the ballot. This is what everybody has to realize. By the way, Senator Ted Cruz at the top of the hour. We'll get to him. Hannity tonight. we got a great show. Governor DeSantis among our guests. 9 Eastern on Fox. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Now, Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. Now, he was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Now, Tunnel to Towers paid for Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, and that removed that financial burden from him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his very specific needs and injuries and Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. They can only do it with your generosity. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity. Go to their website. Commit to $11 a month. Go to the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud.